You are listening to a Best Of series only on Lance J Plus. Got former heavyweight champion of the world. You're talking about one of the one of the 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 all-time great uh, fighters, not just champion of the world, but lineal champion Brooklyn style. of the world. That means that means that he beat the man that beat the man that beat the man. So it's great having you on the show, uh, Mr. Briggs. Uh, thanks for joining the Lance J Radio Network. What's popping with you? Oh, man, thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, all is well, man. 2020, baby, we made it. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to a great year. I'm actually going to be fighting soon. we got a sports entertainment company. Nice. Rampage, you know, page to tell you all about it. we got a lot of things going on. we got a new merchandise. And we really taking on a lot of uh, charities this year. We're really coming out with, you know, uh, fighting, fighting, fighting poverty. Fighting homelessness, nice, and you know, you know, we're really putting that behind the campaign. We're really having fun and motivating people around the world. You know what I mean? So tell us, tell us. I mean, tell the fans that that are listening. The sweet science isn't followed as much as it should be, and as it used to be. So me growing up. I was definitely into the fights, watching Ali late in his career, watching Larry Holmes, and then into the Tyson era. If you are the heavyweight champion of the world, and and you are, especially if you are a unified champion like yourself and have multiple belts, you are considered to be the baddest man on the planet. But now with UFC, you know, I think boxing is more Floyd Mayweather. It's more the smaller guys. Tell us a little bit about your career, how you got into boxing, and just as you matriculated into to really being a successful fighter, being one of the first, you know, you and Lennox, one of the first super giant men, you know, 6'4", 250, in the ring welling on each other. Tell us a little bit about your career. Oh, well, you know, um, I saw, you know, I'm from Brownsville, Brooklyn, born and raised. Uh, Shout out to I, BK. I moved. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I lived in East New York as well. East Flatbush, Flatbush. So I'm a real Brooklyn knight. But I'm originally from Brownsville, the same neighborhood as Mike Tyson and Riddick Bowe. Oh. Um, and, you know, basically, you know, I, I came up as a teenager and, you know, fighting in the streets of Brooklyn. And then um, I eventually made it to the gym, sorry, City Boxing Gym, where I met Jimmy O'Farrell. And, you know, Jimmy O basically took me under his, his tutelage. And within the next three to four years, I was in a hunting team doing, you know, doing pretty good. And, and then I embarked on my full career in 1992. Okay. I was trained by, uh, you know, by Teddy Atlas. Teddy Atlas, the great uh, Teddy, the great Teddy Atlas. The great, yes, that's legendary. Teddy Atlas, yes, no doubt. And then um, I later on, the extra uh, week in the, in, in the retired group coming in 97 for the linear heavyweight title. Mm, mm, uh, mm. I, you know, I, I, I took some bumps in the road. I lost my belt to Lennox Lewis a year later. But I came back and won it again in 2000, I think it was five. But 2000, 2006, I won a title again, the WBO title against Sergey Lyakovic. So mm. it's been, it's been, a, you know, it's been a, it's been a great career ups and downs. But um, obviously, it hasn't been enough, you know. What what about uh, so a lot of people you know if you if you haven't seen Shannon Briggs fight, which which I've seen many of your fights, incredible, incredible. Like I said, you were you and Lennox were the first guys that were just you know bigger than life. Like these Real guys were like six five and and two fifty and ripped. You know, not not like Joe Frazier, who was a smaller guy, great heavyweight, but you know right. Rocky Marciano, right. these guys that were five eleven. Even Mike, even Iron Mike was five eleven, six feet tall. 
you were Deontay Wilder before Deontay Wilder, many people say. Like you eighty eight percent of your of your wins were knockouts or technical knockouts. You were really one of those people that would put people to sleep in you the ring. Now that, that was your hold up, you got knocked the fuck. <laughs> that was your that was your claim to right. fame was putting people to, to sleep. sleep. Tell us about right. just your fighting style and you know I think going with the whole BK being from Brooklyn, being from a place where where people really were strong and had to be physical and and, and had to be just mentally tough. What was the type of spirit that you brought with you into the ring where you weren't really that dude that was going to let people go 12 rounds. You was going to put them to sleep in third or fourth round. And you, no doubt. Do we have a good connection with you guys in New York? Yeah. Turn your phone okay, up, too. No Turn your phone up, too. How, how's that? How about now? Do you hear me? Yep. Yes, we sir. good. Go ahead. Uh, basically, you know, um, you know, I had, I, you know, basically because, um, you know, I, I was born at the and so one of my main things was I had to make, I had to get the fight over with. I had to, like, I, I was always worried about going the late round so I had to jump on dudes man wow. and, and make it happen so you know I was I was like the master of the snuff game you feel <laughs> me so I, I, I jump out on you quick right 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 so, you know I, I got uh, I don't know how to those, but they say it's the most in history so I'm leading right now you know Definitely. So tell us, tell us, uh, you know, for those just joining us, we we chopping it up on the phone. We out here at Dave and Buster's. Got to get the Dave and Buster's plug, our, our sponsor and, and new home. But we got former lineal heavyweight champion of the world, Mr. Shannon Briggs, Brownsville's finest NYC, is on the phone chopping it up with the with the Lance Day Radio Network crew. What are you doing these days? Now, Ramp says that you're still in really good shape. He says that you can still take somebody out, you know, put somebody to bed, Nyquil somebody. Right now, um, what what do you have set up? You said that you're about to fight again, and, and Ramp has been kind of talking about some businesses that y'all been working together and, and really plugging like that next level stuff. What what is Shannon Briggs working on in 2020? Oh man, well I'm working right now with uh, Scott Hurst, who's a, is, is a, my my, actually my manager. We reunited after a few after our ten I was actually with Scott when I won the title in two thousand six. Mm. We both kinda like, you know, we went we went separate ways. We we back together now. We uh we got the Let's Go Champ, you know, popping off. We just bought a, a, a new band that we rap. So we're doing a lot of different things actually this week. Nice. I'm gonna be uh at the Panthers game in Florida at a hockey game, you know. You know, dropping the puck for the for the for the game. So we, we really stand wow. busy. We really trying to bring a lot of awareness to the people about. You know what I'm saying? Stand positive, suffering, suffering depression like myself. In the past, I was suffering from major depression, and I made a comeback and mm. lost 168 pounds. And you know, that, that's part of my story. So these these are the things that we you know we talk about about you know overcoming depression, about not giving up, being right, enjoying life, man, because you're short. You feel me, Sam? Man, that's 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 amazing, um, and I don't want to take too much of your time. But if you could share a little bit, you know, I think guys like me that that follow sports and do radio, you know, we see someone like you that's on top of the world, heavyweight champion. You know, how can he be depressed? How can he's getting all the girls? You know, he's he's walking around. He's a god walking the earth. You know, got the body of a god. Got the the money that that heavyweight prize fighters make. Got all the ladies. Got all the properties. Traveling the world. 
uh, tell us a little bit about the depression and, and if you feel comfortable and how you were able to overcome that because I think that's a great story and a great encouraging story for our listeners. Uh, no doubt. Well, you know, I want to say about 10 years back, I was 40 years old. I mean, well, actually, I'm 48. About eight years ago was when I made my uh, my comeback. I was 40. Uh, two years prior to that, three, two, three years prior to that, I had walked away from boxing, uh, bad management, bad business dealing. It was really foul for the game. I actually won a marketing, a marketing job that was a very good job. And during that process, I was eating a lot. Mm. I was, uh, you know, I was not happy with how things ended with me in the ring. Mm. And uh, I think, I think it was, a, it was a, it was a, a combination of things. To be honest with you, I, I thought, uh, I, uh, not not excluding my childhood. You know what I'm saying? I had a rough childhood. You know, uh, my mom, me and my mom, my mom's single parent. We were, ho- I was homeless as a teenager. So you know, making it in a struggle was always deep within, and then my mom died of a heroin overdose on my birthday. So all these things wow. were built inside me. And this wow. was a lot of my anger that was coming out of the ring. But over time, you know what I'm saying, no matter who you are, these things can, can, can break you. So what happened was I was suffering from major depression. I was eating a lot. And it got to the point where I was just, I was so depressed, I was thinking about suicide, man. And man. Um, it got to where my... I was prescribed, uh, you know, depression meditation, and it only made it worse. So it wasn't until uh, I basically got myself together, I started training, working out, changed my diet, changed my friends, changed my what I watched on television, what I listened to, you know, everything. Well, like I said, it was a total diet, not just food diet, it was everything, music diet, uh, television diet. Mm. I had to change my surroundings and everything that was people I was around. And this is what I was able to, uh, to lose 168 pounds. I came up with the monster Let's Go Champ. Uh, and I and used basically as, as, as my, uh, my get up and go, my, my night to bust me button. When I was down and out and I was depressed, I didn't have the entourage around me anymore. The money was gone, the friends were gone. And I would say to myself, Let's Go Champ, Let's Go Champ, to motivate myself. And that's where it's just, that's what burns it. And um, I've been doing it ever since eight years now. I think I'm high for boxing, but now it's 2020, and I'm back, champ. I'm looking forward to, um, you know, coming back and shocking the world, becoming the oldest heavyweight champion in boxing history. Well, man, I, I just, it's just, I got so many questions I would yes, ask I will you. Not, and yes, I will, and yes, I will knock Wilder out, flat out. I like it. I like it. I like it. I know. I know. I know. Yo, if yo, you fight, gonna, I know somebody's gonna get knocked said, out. That I my know. Brother, my brother wow. just said he's gonna get knocked the f- right. out. Wow. So and so, I'm gonna be right big. there with him. Somebody. Somebody. They don't gonna know. Get let's it. go, champ. If, if him and Wilder get in the ring, so I feel bad for that ref. That could be. That could be a fatality. That could be a fatality. I'm gonna be right there with my brother because both Briggs and Wilder got that devastating right hand. I'm gonna be right there. Unbelievable. All I gotta say is, we the fight is gonna be a bloodbath. Wow. All I got to say is let's go, champ. Let's go, That's champ. it. Yo, let's man, go, it's great having you on the show. We definitely got to do it again. You know, you get much, you going to get love from, from Lance J Radio Network and Rampage. You know, me and Rampage, we really, we really building in this game, taking this game over. So we appreciate you coming on, and, and we're going to keep following you and showing you love, man. Thanks for coming on the show, champ. We greatly appreciate it. Ah, uh, man. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you having me on. Let's go, champ. Definitely. Yep. I love you, bro. 
Salute. I love you Salute. too, Chad. You're the man. All right, y'all. Right. Let's go, Chad. Please. Man. Deontay, you, can you imagine Deontay Wilder and Shannon Yo, Briggs in the, in the ring? Listen, Lance, I, somebody, when we do it, somebody you got to be close to me. Somebody's getting wheeled out of that joint. Listen, yeah. that's, that's, all I'm going to say is let's fatality. go champ. Yeah, that's That's it. all I'm going to say is let's go champ. That's, go that's champ. fatality. That's, that's yeah. man, I, I just, I, that's scary. I haven't, I haven't seen, that's scary. I haven't seen that kind the of OG. energy in a, in, a, in a heavyweight fight in a minute. You're talking about two, I, I was saying, you wasn't here on the show a couple weeks ago, man. I was, I was watching the Wilder. Um, when he fought the one ball yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Man, he lost. Wilder came out and lost the first six rounds of that fight. Like, was just kind of fooling around. Yeah. Then he hit him with a left and uh, with a right in the seventh. Game it was, over. It was over. Put him out. One punch. Done. That's crazy. So, crazy. you know, just, just two men of that stature and size that, that could put someone to sleep. That that would be amazing. You know, Ramp. I, yeah. I'm not sleeping on on Shannon because we've seen it with George Foreman. We've seen people that's what that I'm are saying. in their mid to late 40s that's make what I'm comebacks. Saying. And if my, even Ali, if he hadn't got into the Parkinson's, was still that's a really I'm good saying. fighter until he fought home. So I mean, right. it's, it, you can if you take care of your body, like he said, you know, getting the weight off, staying in shape. If you take care of your body, your body take care of you. I mean, Bernard Hopkins just stopped fighting. He just stopped fighting yeah, just you know, a year yeah. and a half, right, right, two right. years ago. So he was pushing fifty. And it's a long when, run when, when when he when he pulled out. So it could definitely happen, man. I'm I'm. Now let me tell you. Let me interview. tell you. Me and my brother. That was a good interview. We go back and forth, and he knows what he got to do. If he, if that's how he's feeling, then right. it is what it is. Right. See, right. it's not about the age. Right. It's about how you feeling. Right. 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 You know right, what I'm right. saying? Because again. That man got some guns on him. Of course. And if he pop you the right way, yikes! Or I'm hit saying, you the wrong, hit you in the right I, way at the wrong time, <laughs> it's a done deal. I, it's I like just, you got not so. Else, I just want to say, I just want to say, mom, mom, this is rampage cussing. I'm not cussing. You are listening to the Lance and Jay Radio Network. Lewis. And, and shout out to everywhere where I can go and get a good oxtail with extra gravy. Some of the spots here in Nashville, man, they want to they want to give you the guy was like, you me, me know we we can't give you extra gravy. I'm like, yo, man, I'm I'm willing to pay for it. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. What's oxtail and rice and peas if you don't have any extra gravy? What are what are we doing here? What's the point? You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. James Lewis. My man, man. Ah. my man, Pax Florida, man. Pax Florida. Just, just sliding in here like you're, not, like you're not famous, man. My man, Pax Fordham. Doing it big Slide through. Pax Fordham is a literal genius. Yeah, he is. Like, Pax yeah, comes on my show. Every once in a while, when he's when he's at home, he'll come down to Paragon 7 Studios and he'll hang out with me 
And I told Pax one day, I was like, Pax, you're too highbrow for me, man. Like I'm out here, I'm out here making off-color jokes about about uh, Will Smith, right, right, and Zeta. Like you, you're really into geopolitics, right? He's a, and stuff. You're you're destined for for much bigger things than I'm destined for. He's a bright light. He's a bright light. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.